This sales was recorded on October the 8th, 
feel that you have to, to some extent, alter the course of events. To some extent you have to change yeah. circumstances. Yeah. It's not always an easy for them. No, no, no. As a matter of fact, I don't wish to be unkind or make any reference to any one person. But you've not always been a free agent. True, true. Now, it's not for me to make comments, mm. but they do say that they want you to exert yourself yes. when possible to do this work and not to be put off. Yes, I understand. I don't know how... You know, when I was on your side, I was deeply interested in the things of the spirit. I was perhaps in some ways rather misled, but it didn't alter the fact that I had the realization within myself of these truths. You know, you probably do not remember, or perhaps you wouldn't know, and there's perhaps no reason why you should, about the Theosophical Society. And I was a great well, I was a great upholder of the truths of the Theosophists, you know. And I was one of the early people to be caught up with it and connected with it. And I do feel that with this spiritualism, as you refer to it, which of course fundamentally is true, but there is a, unfortunately, a tendency for some who do not appear to understand or know they resent the whole idea of coming back into your world, being incarnated again. You see, I wish I could put this in a way which would be acceptable to everyone who may listen to this voice. But, you know, one incarnation is merely like one jewel in a string of jewels a necklace of jewels, the perfect combination and the reality that develops and comes from experience can only be in many existences. You cannot, you cannot assume or should not assume that in one existence you will understand fully or completely yourself or how and why and where you may be heading or going. You know, most people return. They may not come back immediately. They may not come back perhaps for centuries of earthly time. And then again there are those who choose to return to do a specific work, who are chosen to come back to illuminate the era in which they find themselves by their philosophy, their teachings, their realization of self. I mean, one can point back through time individuals who had a part to play, who showed a part that others might travel and that they might learn and experience on that path many things which are essential for the growth of the soul. You know, my friend, not only you, but all your friends here, in a sense, have a work to do may not always be apparent, it may not always be achieved, and there may be obstacles which are important, which in themselves prevent one 
from going further in the work that was intended they should do. But one should not be unduly worried or unduly concerned if temporarily you are not able to do or achieve certain things. You see, you are all searching for truth. You are all searching for what life is all about, or what is the real you. The real you, obviously, as you well know, is not the outer shape. It's not even the period in which you find yourself. Important though it may well be, to some extent, for the opening up, as it were, of the flower of the spirit. But you know, my friends, each one of you here has been brought together for a purpose. Not only as friends together, but to share knowledge, to share experience, to share the greater realization of self. And you know, I suppose human nature being what it is, one obviously, when one is to some extent affected by material things, you cannot always achieve or do what you feel you would wish to do or would like to do, or what you may even know you've seen things back to do. But each one of you here have come together. You have learned a great deal. That's more than you know. It may be something that you have within yourself that you feel about so intensely, and yet you cannot speak it, perhaps, or demonstrate it. Or if you do, perhaps not as well as you would wish. But you are all here together. You are all part of each other. You are a group soul. That may surprise some of you. How do you become a group soul? Individually, yes, you have your individual self. You have your own individual spirit. You have your own individual way of expressing. But nevertheless, there is a group soul which is not only vitally important as a whole, but it is this group not only your group, but many such groups of people who come together, perhaps during many incarnations, and they have work to do as a group. You are a group. You are doing in your own way what you can do to the best of your ability. I know that you all know about Sai Baba. Of course, we all know about Sai Baba. Sai Baba is a great soul, a very old soul has had many incarnations, and he is the voices of spirit, and you have been brought into that group. You see, we are trying to break down the barriers built up by religions, often bringing intolerance, and sometimes developing even hatred and malice. The ills of your world, many of the ills of your world, are brought about this background, religious upbringing, which is all very sad. And yet the foundation of all religions is fundamentally the same truth. But you see, my friends, you have a wider vision. You have a wider realization, a wider understanding. And in your own ways, you are endeavoring to serve, to open up not only your own awareness and consciousness, but to transmit it to many another person. You know, one life is insignificant. It's like a drop in the ocean of time itself. You are blessed because you have seen, and you have seen with the eyes of the Spirit, 
and you have listened with the ears of the Spirit, and you have been strengthened by the love of the Spirit, we are so thrilled and so happy to be around and about you. Many a soul that is endeavoring to help you, to guide you, to uplift you, to inspire you. You have been so blessed. I do not want to continue only on the spiritual side. That is vital, that is our work, that is our important doing. But also I'd like to speak just for a few seconds on the material. Of course each one of you have at some time or another something to contend with and sometimes even with the knowledge and the realization that you have you must inwardly say to yourself here am I endeavoring to do the things that truly are of the spirit to bring enlightenment to bring joy to bring knowledge to bring comfort to those less fortunate in the world in which I live and yet I have this drawback or this illness or whatever it is that seems to hold you back or prevents you from going ahead or going forward to do as you would wish to do. Of course it is understandable that everyone wants to do the work as best they can in whatever way they can. But if you have setbacks, try to realize that perhaps there is a reason. I'm not suggesting that we altogether concern ourselves or agree there should be setbacks or drawbacks but life is as it is you are living in a material world and there are many stresses and many things which cause aggravation and sometimes one's health causes great concern but realize that though sometimes you may feel that you are temporarily by the wayside and you want to join with others to go along that road of spiritual realization and progression. You see the light that draws you and fascinates you and you yet say to yourself, I must rest for a while to draw back, as it were, something that will give me the strength to go forward. Don't let the setbacks unduly stress you or worry you, if you can help it. Know that the love that surrounds you is powerful and strong, and that when you sit back, sometimes in silence, those loving thoughts that go out from you into the world, into the minds, without fact them always realizing it, into the minds of innumerable peoples, that they begin to think and to wonder and perhaps even to search for themselves. Don't worry, of course you know, when all the great teachers and all the great prophets and all the great seers walked on earth, the road was never, never easy. There were all manner of kinds of problems and temptations and difficulties. And sometimes they became weary too. And yet the truth that they proclaimed and the knowledge that they had found is still spread around in your world by people such as yourselves. Don't feel disheartened. Go forward in love, in harmony, in strength as one 
knowing that you are truly blessed. We cannot fail you because our love is such that it is our strength and yours. Love overcomes all things and encompasses all of us. Go into the world of the flesh. Proclaim the truth of life continuous. Give joy to those whose hearts are heavy laden and think only of that which is truly of the Spirit, that it will strengthen you for further activities yet to come. We love you. We are very, very, very close to you, closer than you'll ever comprehend. Innumerable souls, not two or three. When you hear, as you oftentimes hear at these sort of sessions, about your guides, I suppose you learn to accept one or two, but there are innumerable souls helping, not only just one, but everyone. You know, you hear a little childish voice named Mickey. Mickey is no longer the child of the earth. He is a great soul, a brilliant soul of the who enters into the material condition temporarily and comes to you more or less as he may have been when upon earth. You know, sometimes we put on, I hope you're forgiven for saying this, an act. We assume sometimes a personality. And if you were clairvoyant, a shape or form. But you see, we are purely and truly of the Spirit. We can assume temporarily something of the material. When he comes to you, he assumes the material self. There are various reasons for this. It's done deliberately, I suppose, to make the atmosphere less tense. Because, you see, when you have a group of people such as yourselves, or whatever that group happens to be, the human element is, naturally, in the early stages of inquiry into this truth, you want proof, or you want evidence. So every attempt has to be made to give you that proof. And that means, to some extent, it has to be on a material level. Otherwise, it would not be acceptable to you. But when you've got past that, which all of you have, I hope, I'm sure you have, and you're on the mental and spiritual level, then we can discard, temporarily at least, the orb itself, which I suppose to some extent you accept but it's no longer quite the same thing. I can talk to you, if I so wished, on different levels. I could assume, temporarily, other selves. You know, it's an extraordinary thing, which I'm sure you'll find very difficult to understand, but I can, and others here can, concentrate temporarily for a few seconds of your earthly time on an old self, as I once was, for instance, when on earth, in a previous incarnation. And I can come back as that personality. 
And yet, to some extent, I could be restricted by the memory of the old self. But we are many selves, because we've had many physical material bodies. We are many aspects of truth, in a way, on different levels of awareness and consciousness. You've been very fortunate that you have come into contact with various individuals who themselves are quite unique, I suppose, as instruments or mediums, call them what you will, whether it is Saibaba, whether it is this young man, whoever it happens to be, they're all instruments. You are instruments. And some of you are much more further advanced than you give yourself credit for. You have an inner awareness. You may not call yourself medium, some of you, and yet you have it. It's there. You sense, you feel, you understand, and sometimes you know. I know there are times when some people put it down to intuition. How often we hear this word, intuition. What is intuition? It's sensing, it's feeling, and to some extent it is, without fully understanding it, realizing something to do with an individual or personality or what might be or could be. All life is mental. We are all thinking. We are all subject to thought. We are no more, no less than thought. We are as we think. That is why it behoves people, particularly people on your side who have this truth within them, to think on that mental and spiritual level that it may change you to some extent, individually, to do the work that you have to do. Because in a way, of the restrictions of the material, this is the problem. Overcoming temporarily the restrictive conditions of the material and the thought forces of other peoples. But you have truth, and you will fight for that truth. You will expound that truth. You will live that truth, and indeed you have become that truth. Now I have to go, and I hope you won't think that I've taken up too much of your valuable time, but I am so anxious for each one of you to know that we're all part of the same group. Bless you. Thank you. Can you tell us your name? Were you associated with GBS at one time? There's a lot about her in the paper lately. Well, there's been a lot about her. Hasn't Yeah. Oh, it's the match. Yeah, but I don't have that with her. Names are in Yeah, but I don't have that with her. Names are not important. I know, but it's My name is Betty. Oh, no. My name is Betty. Oh, no. Thank you. And I do bless you all, and Sai Baba, all my best. Thank you. Thank you very much.